Hey creator, I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer, and today we're going to discuss 13 life-changing social media apps for your business that will save you time and make you more money. I wanted to let you know about my new website that just came out, iancorzine.com. There I give you blog articles on topics that creators care about, such as avoiding copyright strikes, you know, using copyrighted content in your social media post, and trademarking your business logos and taglines. I also provide you with links to my free social media guides and checklists that help you make better videos, help you make better songs, better podcasts for your social media posts. You can also schedule a one-on-one consultation with me directly, and we can talk about what you're confronting legally on social media. I can give you some in-depth advice on your legal questions. And on my website, you can also join the Copyright Club where you'll have exclusive access to my masterclass videos on social media subjects and a front row seat to my monthly live stream and (laughs) 20% off all the legal document templates and merch on the website. For all that, just go to iancorzine.com. All right, let's hit this. It's your social media lawyer, Ian Corzine. Welcome to the Social Media Law Podcast. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer, and this is the podcast for social media creators and entrepreneurs that want to know more about the law as it applies to their content. Today, we're going to be discussing the 13 life-changing social media apps for your business that immediately help you to make more money and to save time. These days, guys, I know we are jammed for time. We want to do more, but there's only so many hours in the day. And these business apps that a lot of them I've used are ones that will save you time and ultimately make you more profits for your business. By the way, if you want to reach me, email me at podcast at iancorzine.com. That's podcast at iancorzine.com or hit me up on Twitter at iancorzine. All right, let's get right to it. The first thing we want to discuss today is landing page software. Now, A lot of you guys are maybe new to social media or at least social media business and don't know what a landing page was or is. Um, In the old days, we would have a landing page, which was our website, and it would be a main page that had various sub pages attached to it. Um, These days, we are finding that it is much easier and much more beneficial to market by having individual websites, so to speak, landing pages that are specifically crafted to direct people to a specific need. So what I mean by that is that I'm a social media lawyer. And so I have various subjects that I provide advice on copyright, trademark, fair use, various business entities, uh, and other business legal advice. And so I might have a individual landing page per type, you know, legal area that I discuss. So one might be on copyright, how to avoid copyright strikes. And I have a landing page on that. Another might be how to trademark your business, how to trademark your business tagline, how to trademark your business logo. Each individual area that I provide legal advice um, for creators on, I will have a landing page. And so there are various apps out there, of course, that are geared to helping us have so many different websites, so many different landing pages. There's a couple of them. Uh, lead pages is one of them. I've, I've messed around with lead pages. It is a good 
uh, place to be able to have your landing uh, pages. It is a simple format, easy to follow. However, I find that the most beneficial for uh, you know, small businesses, uh, solopreneurs, people that are just getting started is ConvertKit. I use it on a daily basis. It houses probably, mm, I'd say like 25 or 30 different landing pages that I have uh, for my business. And I would highly recommend it. It takes a little bit of practice to get um, savvy on it. However, once you do, it is easy to follow. Um, there are definite sections re- relating to your subscribers, relating to your lead pages, relating to your forms. Uh, those are the various, uh, basically website pages that direct people to enter in their contact information with which you can aggregate, uh, with an email list and then be able to contact them later in time. So I'm a big, uh, believer in convert kit. Another area that you could also consider is ClickFunnels. It is a much more expensive um, you know, hosting site, so to speak. It does a lot more than just landing pages. However, it is a wonderful resource. If you are in the market for learning how to market your business, ClickFunnels has a wonderful program that includes books, so many training videos, uh, and what's so great about ClickFunnels is that you can import the lessons you learn about creating marketing funnels to other portions of your social media life. Uh, one of the um, uh, books that, that's put out called Dotcom Secrets uh, and Expert Secrets uh, by ClickFunnels really can help you maximize your Instagram stories. It really teaches you how to get a hook out there and then how to tell a story and then how to conclude with the, you know, the product or the offering that you're selling. So that's another uh, uh, potential uh, place for your landing page. Another is lander.com, kickofflabs.com, Unbounce, which is a, a cheaper website. I like Unbounce uh, for landing pages. And then, of course, you can use the Thrive WordPress, WordPress plugin. And that is great for people who already have an existing blog going on and they just want to basically connect their blog website to more landing pages to give more specific offerings to their community. Now we're going to move on to websites. Of course, uh, we've talked about, I think in the last podcast, websites are extremely important still um, in, in today's society and social media. Uh, it used to be you know, a credibility uh, thing, a, a prover of uh, the technological savvy of the business, uh, an online business card. Um, I think those purposes are kind of out the window at this stage. Um, everybody who's you know, worth their salt uh, has a website. It's really how they're using their website. And so today, in, in, uh, for you know, solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, small businesses, medium-sized businesses, we need to have websites that not only give, provide value to our audience, but also have a link to sell. Um, so what that might be, in my case, on my website, uh, I have uh, the ability for people to schedule online consults. Uh, There is a membership program that people can join. Uh, And also, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs requested that I provide them uh, templates so that they could create, let's say, an LLC operating agreement and custom it to their specific business. They have some money to be able to afford a template, but at the same time, they don't have enough to be able to pay an attorney, you know, a bunch of money to be able to custom draft an operating agreement. And so that is another purpose for the website. So one of the, some of the big places to focus your attention on creating websites and housing websites I use Squarespace, excuse me. Uh, and I also use Wix. <laughs> that sounds funny. Uh, Wix was the previous provider that I had. 
Squarespace is so funny. I see it all the time in YouTube videos and so many ads. They have a lot of marketing going on. And for the longest time, I thought they were just a cheesy web hosting service uh, and that any real business would have their website custom designed and programmed and coded by a web designer. However, I've completely shift, shifted my position. Uh, I am now a big believer in Squarespace. They have um, wonderful templates uh, that can be used by businesses and really look professional right up front. And there's two options. Uh, one is you just go into Squarespace, you get a template, you get some stock uh, uh, images and also images of yourself and throw it on. And within, you know, a couple hours, uh, several hours, you have your own business website that is ready to sell. If you have a product, it has a d direct connection to um, a sales function, so you can sell right off the, the website. So that's one way. The other way is to actually go to a professional Squarespace certified uh, web designer and assist you in the process. I uh, had a more complicated website, and so I wanted to be able to uh, need you know an expert uh, to be able to design my website. And so I did that. I went to a web designer that I found on Upwork. Uh, you could also use Fiverr.com, uh, a great resource for finding you know, freelancers that can help you out on a case-by-case -case basis, found a wonderful um, uh, Upwork designer uh, and had my website designed in conjunction with myself for, it, it took a long time, be ready to spend a lot of months on it um, and uh, get that designed. So those are the two ways. You can do it yourself or you can hire someone. I would always advise hiring someone. It doesn't cost that much. I mean, it's probably... 1500 2000 I mean, you could spend 10000 if you have a crazy website, but um, it's not, not the end of the world. Uh, and the bottom line is it's going to serve not only as you know a credibility determiner or an online business card, but more importantly, it's going to be your audience's access to you. Uh, and so it's just super important to have a couple of other uh, websites or website hosting companies that I would recommend uh, are Shopify. I briefly considered using Shopify myself. I love the interface. They have some awesome templates there. Um, it is, I think I ultimately decided on Squarespace because uh, I don't have a product. I think Shopify excels when you actually have a product to sell. Uh, their, their connection with merchant services is very easy and is almost assumed when you have a website there. Um, so I, that's ultimately I went to Squarespace, but Shopify is great. Another one is Big Commerce and WooCommerce, W-O-O-C-O-M-M-E-R-C-E. -E. Those are two other uh, great hosting um, uh, you know, platforms for your websites. Over time, you're going to want to do online courses. You're going to want to do master classes. You're going to want to just connect directly uh, with your audience, with your clients and your customers. One way to do that is to do screen recordings and then to post them. It could, I mean, the big one now is LinkedIn. Uh, people are really doing a lot of screen recordings and putting them on LinkedIn as a means to be able to, uh, to uh, you know, uh, obtain uh, access to a more sophisticated audience. Um, but there's a couple screen recording softwares that I'd recommend. The one I use foremostly is Zoom. It is uh, awesome. Um, it's a great online platform uh, that will allow you to not only do conferences with multiple people. When I do my uh, podcast and I have a guest that's remote, I use Zoom, and it allow. It's so neat. It it not only records the video of the conversation, but it has a separate audio file for the conversation. So it is really really easy to use. 
So I'd highly recommend that. And then the other thing is uh, when I do master classes, I don't do them on Zoom. I do I use a program for my Mac that's called ScreenFlow. I think the most current version is ScreenFlow 8. It's not too expensive, but I have to tell you, it's a really, really wonderful program that really makes it easy for you to appear on screen on a small box and then you to have your desktop open to a keynote or a PowerPoint presentation so that you can record this stuff and then compress it and then send it to YouTube, to Facebook, to Instagram for that matter. Um, and certainly LinkedIn as a means to teach people to give value to potential clients and your audience. Uh, some other screen recording, recording apps and software uh, is Voila, which is really good, and another one called Loom, which you should look into as a lower cost uh, software for screen recording. One of the things you're going to have to do uh, when you really confront the reality of marketing your business online is you're going to need to be posting consistently. Uh, And there's a huge debate about currently where to post. Um, We're seeing um, uh, reduced traction in Instagram, certainly on Facebook. We're seeing increased traction, organic traffic on LinkedIn. Um, We're seeing kind of better or, or, you know, mediocre traffic on YouTube. But the bottom line is you're going to, wherever you go, uh, whatever it's best for your audience, you're going to need to have consistent content uh, content posts. And so you're going to need social media posting tools. And the ones that I've used the most are Planoly, and that's P-L-A-N-O-L-Y, and Later. Uh, these are both, actually Hootsuite is another one too. Um, these are uh, three different pieces of software. Some reside natively on your uh, MacBook or your PC, and then some are also just web-based. And the bottom line is they usually are both. Uh, and so what this allows you to do is basically it puts before you a calendar, looking like a typical calendar you might see with your scheduling or Outlook uh, software. And then it allows you to put together a post for, let's say, Instagram or Facebook uh, with an image, sometimes with video, uh, and then, of course, text, and then be able to schedule that post for a time in the future that you want it automatically posted. Uh, what I will say is I believe Planoly has the ability to actually allow you to do Instagram stories, to actually plan your post for Instagram stories, which is great. Not a lot of these uh, scheduling softwares have that. So that's one, one reason to go with Planoly. But I, I think it's a great tool. Um, the, the question for you is the uh, value uh, of your post. Is it something you want to do on a daily basis? Are you getting traction from these? Um, a lot of these online platforms, especially you know when you go to Instagram and you're talking about a general post, you know you're you're not getting seen as much. So you're going to have to figure out you're going to have to figure out if you want to do multiple posts per day or a daily post or a, you know every other day type post. Uh, but these softwares will help you do that. And so what I will say is once you've made a decision about how many times you want to post and how much traction you're getting, then what you do is you set a time every, every week. You know, I've heard people say on Sunday afternoon at two, two to four, I do my postings for the next couple of weeks or, or next week. Uh, and then that way it's done. It's out of your hair. You're being, you know, consumed content wise when you're not thinking about it and you will get leads and potential clients out of doing that. So those are the two, actually three main softwares I'd recommend, Hootsuite, Later, and Planoly. There's also, you can you can actually plan your Facebook posts on the Facebook business page scheduler. And there's another one called Meet Edgar that you should look into. 
Uh, but those are the main um, you know, social media post planning software uh, that you should consider for your business. Next on the list, and I think we're at number five, is business promotional tools. So one of the things you got to make a decision on is where you're going to be. And, you know, as Gary Vaynerchuk talks about, he says, you got to pick a pillar platform and then expand from there. So in my case, uh, as a social media lawyer, uh, I picked YouTube because I felt like I would have the most impact um, there uh, with my skills and then the ability to tell stories and also try to relate you know, social media law concepts to, you know, entertainment and, and various news stories. I thought that would be the best for me. And also I really want to take advantage of Google. It's so great that, uh, you know, YouTube is owned by Google. So a lot of times when you put together a video and you keyword it the right way, you're not only getting traffic from YouTube searches, but you're also getting traffic from Google searches, which is huge. So those are some of the things you need to evaluate. Um, some people, you know, have friends uh, who are in the beauty industry. And I got to tell you that YouTube is not their main, main area. Instagram is uh, because uh, a lot of the women in the world are on Instagram more often than they are on YouTube. And so that's the, the place to reach uh, people. Demographics, you got to consider, um, you know, do you offer a product that's more sophisticated or, or more, um, uh, you know, likely to be purchased by an older portion in our generation? Maybe your area should be Facebook. That's been in place for uh, many, many years, over a decade. And a lot of people, including you know our elderly public, are on Facebook more than any other platform out there. So maybe that's your uh, you know, social media platform of choice. Um, Pinterest is another one for creatives, uh, people that are, that, that is up and coming. I mean, it's been up and coming for the last three years, but the bottom line is it is a great place to, for creatives to share their art um, and you know, relate on a more human emotional level. Um, so that's another area that you could pick. So if you had a product, I mean, if you were selling some sort of uh, custom made uh, furniture or something similar to that, you're going to want to pick Pinterest as your pillar platform and then expand from there. A lot of these social media platforms allow you to be able to post in multiple platforms at the same time. A lot of times in Instagram, you make a post and it says, would you like to post this to Facebook too? And you can do that. So Basically, pick one of those pillar platforms and then expand from there. So if you're offering a B2B uh, product, uh, something more sophisticated, then I would focus on LinkedIn. I would, I think of the you know, more sophisticated public is on LinkedIn. Uh, it is getting bigger and bigger. The organic reach is getting better and better. And so I might just put all my efforts, my videos, my podcasts, my you know, uh, webinars, everything on LinkedIn, and then move on from there and then take another step. Okay, well, I think a lot of people who are older would like this product too. And so maybe it's LinkedIn first and then it's Facebook second. Um, don't overwhelm yourself with the social media platforms. You're already overwhelmed with all the different things and all the different apps that you got to buy or, or subscribe to. So just take it one step at a time, kind of master your craft on your pillar platform and then move on to the various other platforms. Next thing we're going to talk about is email marketing service providers. So, you know, one of the things you're going to confront when you're dealing with social media is that you're at the behest or you're, you're you know, you have, there's a lot of leverage that the social media platforms have on you. And what, what is that? They're free. And, you know, one of the things you can, whenever you get frustrated with social media, you should look back and be grateful and go, oh my gosh, you know, it costs me nothing to be on YouTube and yet YouTube pays me. 
Um, it costs me nothing to be on Facebook, but for five bucks, I can get my advertisement, my marketing out there to thousands of people for in a short period of time. So, um, that is what's great about social media. The negative is that it can be taken away in a second. As I've talked about in a lot of my videos, you know, gosh, you get three copyright strikes and you are out of YouTube forever. Um, and you know, three copyright strikes, you might go, oh, well, that's, you know, uh, that's easy not to get. However, sometimes, you know, you have a video or something, uh, maybe a, a podcast that's on uh, YouTube that has multiple copyright violations. And as a result, there are multiple takedown notices filed, and then you're out. So you are really at the behest of the platforms. Um, so what you got to do is try to find some way to own your audience. And I don't mean to own it like to, you know, monetarily. I just mean to be able to corral, to aggregate your audience. And so the main way we have today, and we're working towards SMS text messages, which I'll talk about in a few minutes. Um, but the main way we have now is email. Uh, and, and it sounds funny because I know a lot of you are like me and uh, you have so many hundreds of emails per day and it's so hard to keep up. But I will say the email is still viable if it's done right and it's done in, in a format that people really like to look, look at and it's done short. I'm a huge believer in keeping my email short. A lot of people are not. They'll do a video sales letter or a sales letter on an email and uh, I've definitely been wrapped up in those rabbit holes, uh, but I believe in keeping it short. I think people respect that more. They can look at it at a glance. And I'm sure you've heard this before. It's a refrain here. When you see a long email, n not only do you skim most of it, but a lot of times you just don't read it. It's just too long. You just, you know, you just, it has to be short. So getting to email, because email is a necessary part of our business in 2019, you're going to need a email hosting service. Uh, and the main ones that I have used uh, and I do use are ConvertKit, uh, MailChimp, and Constant Contact. Um, these are the, the three ones that I would recommend. If you're just starting out and you would like a free platform for a, you know, a handful of addresses, MailChimp is your way to go. It's very flexible. It is very connectable to other apps. One of the things you're going to start finding as you get into this more is you're going to want some sort of connection to your other apps. You're going to, if you have a, a landing page that um, brings in email addresses and names and addresses and things like that, you're going to want to send those to your email list program. So you're going to want to pick a uh, email hosting uh, provider that connects with your other apps. And so what I will say is probably the main ones that you know uh, connect with other apps are ConvertKit and MailChimp, um, Constant Content 2, I'm sorry, Constant Contact 2, uh, but you're really going to want to hit one of the, the big ones um, so that you can have maintain that integration. And you'll find over time that as your email list grows, uh, you have a need for more connectivity with the other apps. Uh, it is a, a long process to develop an email list uh, that's viable. Uh, you have to be super patient. Basically, what you have to do is you just have to build it and they will come. I mean, it, it is, there's nothing, there's no substitute, there's no shortcut. There's no time when you know, um, you can just, you know, buy a list or, I mean, you certainly can buy a list, but you're not going to have the organic connection because the list really is people at one point in time, one very second who thought enough about your content that they were willing to put in their name, 
and their email address and, and click send. And yeah, most of the time you work it out so they get something free for that. But I got to tell you, that is a major commitment. Uh, it's a commitment for me. Uh, and I do this all the time. So um, uh, you have to value uh, getting these email lists uh, and, it, and, it, and it takes a long time and you have to be patient on it too. So those are the main ones, ConvertKit, MailChimp, uh, and Constant Contact. Another one you can check out too uh, are AWeber, A-W-E-B-E-R, and Zoho Mail, which is another popular one that's getting much more popular. And then of course, Entreport. It's O-N-T-R-A-P-O-R-T. So those are some of the email hosting services that you can have. I'm just looking at my time here because I'm trying to keep these to 30 minutes, but it's not going to happen today. All right. As you begin to do more content on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, you're going to need to have some design tools, some graphic design tools that you have to do quick. Now, listen, if you're super sophisticated, you might have someone do that. That's great. But a lot of us don't have the money for that. And so as a result, we got to do our own graphic design. You have to become a graphic designer of a, of a, of a sort uh, to be able to exist online these days. What I'm finding is the best of all time uh, is Canva. It is super flexible. There are a bunch of templates. So if you wanted to do a you know text graphic for Instagram, you would go on Canva and there is a specific template for Instagram that is in a one-by-one square box format that you can put your text in and in kind of nice jazzy fonts. And then you could even, they have a great, uh, I love this part, they have a great stock image library that you can pull in some images that are stock. Uh, and then you have your post. You can export it, and then it goes straight on Instagram. You can put it on your phone and then put it on Instagram that way. Uh, but Canva is highly recommended as you progress. As you get more sophisticated, you're going to go to Photoshop, and you're going to want to learn that, which is, it took me so long. It is so complicated, but it is amazing. It is some amazing things. So um, Canva is number one, and then Creative Market is another uh, uh, host for various design tools that you can use for your social media posts. I'm going to be a real brief on this one because a lot of you guys know about you know domain name registration. Of course, if you haven't, you got to go get out there and register your domain for the name of your business and try to make that business name as close or, or the one you, you register for your domain as close as possible to your business. A lot of people want to shorten it. They say, hey, I want a shorter domain. So I, you know, um, let's say my law firm is Latham, Watkins, White and Johnson. You know, um, I might do uh, L, uh, W, uh, W and J. Uh, dot com, something similar to that. It took me a while to get through those, <laughs> the initials. Um, but you know that's not very explanatory for your business. So a lot of times I think it's better to be a little bit longer, but be really descriptive on your business. And it will also give you a better chance of finding your particular domain. The other thing I'd recommend is you buy domains with dot com, dot net, dot biz, dot uh, org, so that people who may, may make a mistake on the, the suffix for your URL uh, will still find you. Uh, and that's a great way. Also, it's a great way to, to combat hackers. Sometimes if your website gets really popular, you might have some hacker that takes your you know, domain name and then adds a suffix to it. Um, and then you know, it might be not the kind of image you want for your company. So it doesn't cost much. I mean, gosh, I don't know what it costs now. It's like $10 a year or something similar to that. If you go to these domain name registration services, uh, you can even enter an auction. If you find this is the particular domain that you want, you can use uh, some of the domain name registration services to be able to go through the auction process and you buy that domain name 
uh, online and through an auction. <clears throat> the the, uh, the domain na- uh, name registration services that I recommend are GoDaddy, that's mine, uh, and I'm sure you've heard of that one. Bluehost is another. I've used Bluehost, and they are very good too. And then Namecheap.com, uh, it implies what it is. It is a cheaper way to get your name, uh, domain name registered and a, a great way. They have a great platform. And then the other one is Hover.com, Hover or Hover. It's H-O-V-E-R.com. So those are some of the sites that you should use to, to register all your domains. Then when you have the domain name, then you can tie that in to your website. Uh, and a lot of the website hosting sites like Squarespace, um, are, it's very easy uh, to be able to t- tie your domain name to your website. I got to tell you, I discovered this recently. Uh, my girlfriend pointed it out to me and I just, I am so, so, so thankful. Uh, you need some scheduling tools. Um, if you offer a business or professional service where you're going to be meeting with clients and doing consultations or doing coaching, you're going to need some sort of software that will allow your clients to be able to schedule their appointments on your schedule according to your guidelines uh, and then do some amazing things in the process. I'm going to mention some names and I'm going to mention some features. The first one I highly recommend is Acuity. It's A-C-U-I-T-Y. You use this app uh, which is great. It connects with a, a, a number of different social media platforms, foremostly Instagram. There's an actual button on your profile called Book, B-O-O-K, where people can push the button and it'll go instantly to your Acuity calendar. So I would highly recommend that. Uh, Calendly, uh, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-E-Y, Virtual Receptionist, and Gabbyville. Check out all those for costs and functionality. I will tell you that Acuity is freaking amazing. Um, Not only does it integrate well with your website and with Instagram and Facebook and various other social media platforms, but it allows you to automatically generate a PayPal invoice that must be paid before that person can have the appointment with you. So I love using it. The other thing also, which is really important for us lawyers especially, is that we have terms and conditions related to our consultation session. So what's great about Acuity is that it has one of those line items that the people must uh, fill out and and indicate assent to is your terms and conditions, as well as you can add different lines for, let's say when I ever have a consultation, I like to have clients provide me with a description of their problem, their legal questions. I'd like them to be able to have a place where they can upload screenshots uh, or various documents that they're they're using in this for this problem that they have, and then I can get fully prepared for our consultation um, days or hours before the actual consultation. Uh, and this acuity puts it all in one place. So literally, when I get my consultations every day, I go through each of them, and I just go through my acuity calendar, read all that I need to read, take notes. You can take notes on it; it's amazing. I'm already prepaid for the consultations. It's easy to reschedule um, the consultation if someone has to cancel. I have a, a court date or, or some reason why I can't be there. I can easily reschedule it. So I recommend this. One of the things I would do almost before I do my website is get my acuity calendar going so that you can direct people. What's great is when people say, you know, Ian, I have more questions. I'd love to contact you. I just literally drop my acuity link. It's a short link. Uh, and then they just schedule according to their their calendar. So that's awesome. Another thing I recently discovered is you know, we're all doing business now on text messaging. Um, and 
I, for a while there, I was doing a lot of text messaging on my personal cell phone, um, but I, it started to get overwhelming uh, at some point where I had both personal and business and I was receiving tons and tons of text messages on my cell phone and I needed to be able to branch out. I needed to separate. And so what I did is I used a business phone service and there are a lot that I'd recommend. Uh, Sideline is what I use, but Jive is awesome. And then Vonage also has a platform that allows you to be able to have a second business phone number. So you, it's really great. You go on these uh, apps. It's not too expensive, nine bucks a month or something. And you can uh, pick out the number that you want. Uh, mine is accustomed for your social media lawyer. Uh, and then you just put the app on your phone and, and put the app on your computer. And then you can do text messaging. You can do phone calls. Uh, you could even do mass marketing test me- text messaging. So if you, you know, had a uh, hundred uh, uh, cell phones for your business contacts, you could actually send out a message, a text message to those hundred at one time, uh, indicating that you have a new product or that you have a new webinar or, or live stream that's coming out, and give them notice. Um, these days. Text messages are the quickest way to get to the attention of your clients and your customers. I guess there's a study put out recently that says that most people on average respond to texts within three minutes of them receiving them, which by the way, it doesn't compare to email. While email does get attention, it can be 24 hours, it can be 48 hours uh, uh, before someone actually looks at your email, whereas text messages these days, they command attention. So as time goes on, and you certainly can contact me with if you have more questions, but as time goes on, when you're you know, getting that, that contact information from your clients and customers, if you can work out a unique way to get their cell phone number, that will be a quicker tie to them in the future. A lot of ways that they counsel to do that is to, add, to offer some value in your service if they give you their cell phone number. So a lot of restaurants, I'm sure you've experienced this, or, or hotels, you know, they say, hey, what's your cell phone number? You know, they do it real sly, and they say, hey, you'll get 10% off your next stay, or you'll get 10% off your next meal if you provide us with your uh, cell phone number. And so that's what you need to do so that you can get quicker to the attentions of your client's uh, and potential customers. I'm going to mention briefly uh, SMX, SMS text message hosting services. The, the alternative business phone is good, especially if you're using Sideline, uh, but you're, at some point you're going to grow bigger um, and you're going to need to build into uh, your process mass uh, text messaging. And the, the second business phones, while they'll do multiple text messages, uh, they won't do mass. And so you're going to have to have your own SMS SMS, I can't say it today. SMS text messaging service. Um, and I would recommend for those, there's a lot of them out there, but the, the ones that I'm uh, familiar with and use the most are Avocado, A-V-O-C-H-A-T-O, and slicktext.com. So I'm using slicktext now, uh, and I think it's the best. It's the most functional. It has the most uh, integrations. It works with Zapier, the app that integrates various social media uh, platforms together. Uh, and those will be things that you should consider in the future. You know, it, they cost some money. Um, but if as you begin to build up your uh, text message or your cell phone number um, contacts, you're going to definitely want to have these services. It's great. A lot of them actually allow you to text pictures um, it, to be very personal um, image, other types of images, video images um, and, and various offers. Um, and so they're really, really wonderful things to have as your business grows. We're coming up last two. Um, 
you're going to want to have business cards. It's so funny. Uh, obviously, obviously, you know that. Um, it's, the business cards have been around, gosh, for probably over 100 years, hundreds of years. Um, but they're, the, they're great. And, and, you know, as we talked about in our last podcast, you know, 50% of your marketing experience for your sm- small business should be uh, online, but 50% should be out there pressing the flesh, meeting people. Uh, and the best way to, to help people remember you and to have some sort of contact information firmly uh, ingrained in them is to have a business card in their pocket. So I'm going to be going to Vid Summit 2019 in October, where a lot of online creators go and network and discuss their craft. It's awesome. And I have to make sure that I have a stack full of business cards so that when I meet those luminaries in the field, that I'm able to say, hey, and I'm Ian. And just so you know, if you ever want to get in contact with me, you know, here's my business card with my business phone, uh, my Twitter handle, my Instagram handle, my Facebook handle, all the different handles for the social media platforms. So you're going to need to have business cards. They're structured differently these days. Um, you know, I've seen many now that don't have a, um, business address, like a physical address on it. It literally just has the social media handles, the email and the business phone. Uh, so you're gonna have to make your own decision about what people are responding to on that. But, um, the ones I recommend is Vistaprint, a Canva actually has its own, uh, business printing, uh, function. So if you, if you subscribe to Canva, it's very easy to get your business cards done by them. Mono is another one. M O N O. FedEx will do it. Still, FedEx will do it. Um, FedEx Kinkos. And then, of course, Office Depot. So those are the places to get your business cards done, get them well uh, you know, prepared uh, in advance of your conferences or your, on, or your in-person networking. The final component to be very, very effective to save time and make more money in your business is you're going to need some legal templates. And <laughs> sound very self-serving, but for you creatives out there, you entrepreneurs, you can go to iancorzine.com. I have a whole library of contract templates that you can purchase. Uh, the smaller ones are, are cheaper, and then the, some of the larger, more complicated ones are a little more expensive. The bottom line is that you can save a lot of attorney's fees if you use uh, legal document templates. I wouldn't advise it for everyone. And frankly, if I want the best protections, which sometimes are really important, especially as your business begins to scale. And, you know, I deal with clients with 8 million subs, 10 million subs, 20 million subs. And at that point in time, you're making so much money and you have so many liabilities that custom draft forms with by lawyers spending thousands of dollars is really not a big deal. But for a lot of us like myself that are starting out, uh, that are smaller businesses, we just need the basics so that we can get through the day. So in a lot of my, or in one of my videos, I encourage all of you to start an LLC for your YouTube channel. That way, if you ever get in trouble with a copyright problem, you get accused of copyright infringement or trademark infringement or um, some, some sort of uh, maybe def- defamation. You've said something on your YouTube channel that someone takes offense to, and then they bring a lawsuit against you. You're going to want to have protection uh, for your personal assets. You're going to want Certainly, you're going to subject your business to their lawsuit, but you want your house and your car and the, your various possessions to not be subject to, to being you know, uh, something that you can have to sell to pay a judgment on a lawsuit. So how you do that is you create a business entity for smaller people. Um, LLC is perfect, um, uh, smaller businesses. Uh, for larger businesses, you move into the C and, uh, you know, for first the S and then the C corporation. There's a lot of functionality, a lot of different uh, variations that you can have for C corps. 
um, and a lot of benefits, it just costs more money. You really have to have a CPA and a, and a, a lawyer on board to be able to make sure that you maximize uh, the, you know, the corporate's um, um, various functionalities that are really important. But you're going to need legal templates, so you can get them on my website. Um, you can also go to various other websites out there. It's very easy to search for legal templates. Um, LegalZoom.com has not only a great library uh, of legal templates, uh, but they take you through step by step um, to to you know, and it could be as simple as it could be your state plan, or it could be a family law thing, uh, dissolution, or something similar to that. So that's great. But LegalZoom also has a really good library on the law. Um, so if you just need to get you know you know up to date on the applicable law or the general law for a certain subject matter, I would go to LegalZoom.com to be able to have that happen. Well, guys, we have come to the end of the Social Media Law Podcast. I want to thank you so much uh, for listening today. I hope you got some value out of our discussion. If you have further questions, no problem. Make sure you email them to me at podcast at iancorzine.com or you hit me up on Twitter at iancorzine. And also remember that the website, my website, iancorzine.com is officially up and running and it's ready to provide you creators and entrepreneurs the information you need so that you can kill it on social media. All right, that is enough for today. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer, and I'll see you next week.